Welcome to Marriage Talk podcast. In today's Marriage Talk, we have Pastor Preeti conversing with Pastor Robin and Lenu. Pastor Robin and Lenu are passionate about seeking to revive lost identities, seeing people encounter God, and out of that overflow, minister to the ones God has placed around them. In today's conversation, they show us practical ways on how we can honor God and our family culture. Hope this blesses you. Hi, it's so so good to have Pastor Robin and Lenu with me this morning uh, to have this amazing conversation on marriage. And uh, we've been watching you and uh, seeing and witnessing how the Lord has been using you in this place to bless couples and bless young people and inspire them uh, to walk in the right way and and it is our honor to have you on this conversation have this uh, uh, podcast and uh, i just want to know a little bit uh, about you guys how long has it been since you've been married first of all thank you for having us it's been such a pleasure to even hear and watch you guys um we've been married for 11 years now wow. um yeah That's, that's amazing. That's <laughs> yes. a lot of experience. <laughs> 11 years and still going. Yeah. Praise God. Yes. God is so good. And uh, I I'd like to know a little bit of uh, history of how you found each other and how you got married and how your journey has been since then in the last 11 years. Um in just in brief i'm sure we can all write a book on yes <laughs> the past and the, the later part but i'd like yeah. to just uh, get our listeners familiar with uh, your life yeah so we met in church um okay. we went to the same church for about 8 years before it was always in like love at first sight or anything uh we went to the same church family friends and all of that and then uh one day we felt like okay there's something that you know this is something god god wants for us we started praying about it and so it's kind of a <laughs> not a very interesting story but yeah church is a good place to meet people i guess absolutely absolutely <laughs> amen to that <laughs> yeah so that's how we met and we prayed about it and then we asked our parents to pray about it and yeah got their blessing and yeah Here, so we are, yeah. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. And uh, and uh, how, how was your transition from um you know being singles into being a married couple? What are some of the things that uh you had to make immediate changes upon just after getting married or how has your journey been in this last 11 years? Um well, it's definitely a, a mindset difference because yeah, you have yeah. to now live with somebody you're not right, just like right. you know dating them you can say goodbye to them at the end of the day mm-hmm. but now you are actually in it and living in it um so yeah so there has to, there is a lot of adjustments mm-hmm. that come with it mm-hmm. um and then you have to just compromise you know and understand that this is um something that's for a lifetime you, mm-hmm. it's not something that you can just say this doesn't work and i'm going to throw in the towel the covenant that you made with each other and you got right. to understand that. So uh that really helps in realizing and understanding that this is not just a gig that mm. we're doing but this right. is a lifetime. It's for right. a lifetime. So right. um yeah, so there has been a lot of changes that we had to make personally itself, you know, mm. put down um things that does not work for us mm-hmm. and let it go and then, you know, embrace what will actually work for us together. Wow. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. that's that's so important to 
uh, work on before and after marriage. Yes. Uh, sometimes we are ready to do that before marriage, but after marriage we have that feeling that uh, I'm already married to this person. Now I don't need to yeah. compromise or give up on yeah. anything, and then uh, that is when the friction continues and you know it yes. grows. And um, let me ask you this now: once you were married. how did you what were the basis on which you derived and came to your value system i'm sure every family needs a value system things that you would believe in things that you would want to base your decisions upon and what what was the process that you went through to you know determine your value system for your family something that'll be unique and uh, about your family mm-hmm. I think yeah one of the things that uh, we before we even got into marriage we talked about uh, our individual purposes and mm-hmm. how does that come together as as a couple uh so that was one of the main things that we talked about and uh, I don't know if people do it you know we were we had conversations about are you willing to go to Africa mm-hmm. leave your job you know yeah. so it was like even talking about the extremes knowing that that's not the season for us to do it mm-hmm. but it was like okay uh, this is what our life is going to look like mm-hmm. so i think we already knew in some ways god has called us to serve mm-hmm. uh, even if it's not in a full time capacity or not mm-hmm. uh, so those were kind of the conversations that kind of initiated the whole thing of uh, are we ready to do this together and mm-hmm. do we have that one vision right mm-hmm. uh we don't want to be so independent in what god is trying to do with each of us that you know it becomes a friction in marriage mm-hmm. uh, so i think that's probably definitely foundation mm-hmm. uh that helped us to uh have a mission that's bigger than just marriage right 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 so you have something that it's not just marriage and you know it's just love mm. there's something bigger that god is doing in your life there's a purpose that mm. god is bringing two people together wow i i think that's so so important sometimes relationships just become so much about us yeah. and about my need and about her need and then yeah. uh, everything revolves around each other's expectations and desires and dreams rather than god's purposes for us yeah. and to have a conversation about what is the purpose of my life yeah. and what is yours and then to bring that both together i think that's very key and very foundational and i'd like to know like who were your like role models or influences who who helped you in this journey of uh, trying to figure out your value system and what are the things that you would want to journey together for mm-hmm. for me personally it, it's been my parents mm. you know um and i think it's important you know even in our life like how do we set it because our kids learn a lot from us right mm. and so uh for me it was my parents just watching them do life mm. and i learned um about giving i learned about you know how do you honor man of god and mm. how do you um even just you know seeing in my family there was no gender discrimination at all wow. and you know you know having a dad that would step in into the kitchen and work alongside with my mom mm. and having a dad that would say hey you know you're a daughter and i'm going to teach you how to pick up a tool mm. that was really like um influential you know influential in my life wow. and that i kind of bought into our marriage and said you know i kind of want to see that because mm. it's healthy mm. where you don't have um you know you can you can't do this because you are a girl or you can't do this because you're a boy right. um so i think for me it was my parents just mm. seeing them how they did life and mm. taking the good 
and then saying, you know, I really want this mm. in my life. Um, mm. So that's kind of influenced me mm. um, in also how do we do this as an everyday practical living, right. you know? Right. Um, so, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So let me ask you, how long has it been since you've moved to Bangalore now? It's been six years, yeah. Six years. So you both were uh, raised in the U.S.? Yes, yeah. And uh, uh, so how was the shift of culture like you know you've seen marriages there you've seen the world in the and the church and how people do relationships over there and how people do it here so what comment would you have about the change or the difference of culture and what impact culture has on our relationships uh, before and after marriage that how we uh, imitate a lot of things that goes about in our culture whether it be tv shows mm-hmm. that people subscribe to or yeah. or it could be just you know patterns of how people approach uh, marriage and you know after marriage decisions and choices so how how much do you think culture really plays a big role in influencing marriages and relationships yeah. in general so i think yeah culture uh, in general if you look at it right like uh, especially when it comes to what we see what we listen to mm. uh, it's always about selling something mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i think especially our generation we look at uh, things on tv for mm. example how relationships are meant to be mm. uh, and we get the shock of our life when we are actually in one because mm-hmm. it looks nothing like what you see on tv right, right for example right. um but I, i think we shouldn't be ignorant of what's happening in the culture right sometimes the church kind of tries to uh get to this mode of saying you know you're not of the world so you know shut the world completely yeah, yeah. and then you have no reference point even to talk right. to people right. or even for your own life yeah. uh, so as much as culture has that influence over you I, i think it's good that you reference everything with the word of god mm. and set that as your basis um, i know we grew up uh, you know looking at culture as wow you know the it, relationships are going bad divorces are happening and we would always look at the world and say that and we would think that the church is safe from it but mm. the truth is the church is not safe from it mm. and we also go through the similar things but mm. i think it's important that uh, we set our eyes on god set our eyes on the word mm. and most importantly make jesus the center mm. Mm. Uh, i think that's the key for everything uh, if mm. we can if we can do that mm. you'll be fine yeah wow So have you noticed that there is uh, like even in India for example that culture and traditions and families and the way that you've been brought up a lot of that does you know add in and try to uh, hurt marriages and mm-hmm. relationships and and what would be the what would what would be the right balance to bring about uh, to say okay I don't want to be completely disconnected from the world out there or my family systems and the traditions but at the same time i want to honor the word of god and keep god as top priority because this, this is a question that a lot of young people yeah. ask us for example they talk about living at home you know with their parents mm-hmm. especially in, in indian contexts yeah. because they want to honor their parents wishes and and they they, they talk about you know going through a lot of traditional way of doing things and traditional way of selecting a spouse and a traditional way of uh getting married and you know even things that they would do afterwards when it comes to children and all of that 
So how do you suggest to uh, bring in a balance of, okay, we want to honor our families and our friends and the, the, the people, the community that we live in probably, but at the same time, we want to keep the word of God above it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the key thing to understand at that point is, you know, knowing that you are your own individual family mm. and you're building something from the start, like in the mm. sense from, a, from, you know, brand new um, mm. and realizing, okay, what will work for us as a family? Mm. You know, yes, we come from, you know, these are the cultural things that we bring to the table, mm. but what will work for us? And, you know, biblical standard i think is the most important standard mm. or the biblical culture mm. um, rather than just going with what the culture that we live in you mm. know um, so it's really important to honor god's word and also take what we see in our culture and check it with the word mm. and see okay, why am i believing what am i believing you know right. is it just because i'm bought up in that or does the word agree with it mm. um, so going back always like you know the people in ephesus they always went back to the word yeah. whatever paul said they checked with the word yeah. so keeping Christ as a center and, you know, going back to the word, having the biblical standard as your foundation Mm. and then building something that would actually work for your family, Mm. you Mm. know, um, two people coming together and bringing, we bring two individual cultures, you know, family cultures besides Mm. the overall national culture. Mm. We also bring our family culture into Mm. it. So I think it's really important to like talk about it Mm. and say, okay, this is my family culture. What do I like about it? What is your family culture? And then now what are we going to build? What are we going to create? What's the legacy that we can have, that we can leave for our children? It does not have to look like our parents, Mm -hmm. but we get to do something new. We get to create something. And bringing in our identity as children of God into that picture Mm -hmm. and building something solid on the foundation of God's word is what is I think will work. That's um, true. So communication goes a long, long way in in trying to, you know, prioritize and talk about how we want God's word and God's will to prevail over our preferences. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, most things that usually we see in the culture is negative. And uh, there is jokes on marriages that are passed around all the time and, and vulgarity in televisions and media and and o- almost everywhere you see uh, promotion of extramarital affairs and yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, things outside of marriage which is glorified and um, so as a family what are some of the things that you've done to probably protect yourself and your heart and uh, your family your children all of that from this media now, like Cha already mentioned, we, we don't want to be completely disconnected from the world yeah. so that we don't know what is happening in the world. But mm-hmm. at the same time, what are some of the some of the filters that you have applied over your hearts? Or what are some of the things that you have done proactively to keep the influence of the culture around us from getting in, into the house and into your conversations and your decisions and your lifestyles? Yeah, I think uh, one thing it is, it's important like what you feed yourself, mm. right? Like it's important what you watch. It's important what you listen to. Uh, and more than that, it's uh, even though you don't say a yes or no to mm. things, mm. it's important that you don't become part of something and you stay neutral, right? Mm. Like So a lot of times uh, we can get to that place where, uh, say, for instance, somebody's making a joke about marriage 
and we're just neutral about it and we don't say yes or a no. I think that's also important that we don't give the space for that. And people start learning your culture that you either stand for marriage or not for marriage. There's that it's not like a middle ground. Right. Um, and I think the other part would be like um, investing into your marriage in the sense of, uh, you know, everything that you do is either from a place of fear or love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a lot of culture, uh, we don't look at it as fear. It's mm-hmm. more like a need basis. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, if you do this, you know, you need this to be cool, mm-hmm. right? So it's like this kind of almost like a positive fear that, mm-hmm. and people feel like the, right. like teenagers are growing up saying that, you know, if I don't have a date, if I don't have a girlfriend, it's bad. Mm-hmm. If I don't get married, it's bad, you know. So that culture, uh, just giving you the pressure to say that you need this, otherwise you're not complete. Right. And I think it's so important that we understand that we are already complete in God first wow. as individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you do everything from a place of love. It's mm-hmm. not, uh, I'm not going to do it because he pressured me into it. I'm not going to do it because someone put the fear into me. Uh, you know, like a lot of times we say, hey, uh, this is my classic one. You know, a lot of times we go into weddings and all you hear is about divorce. Mm-hmm. Right. And for me, that's like, okay, why are we talking about the negative aspects of it, yeah. the fear of it? Right. Why don't we talk about how beautifully God has created it True. to be? True. So I think if our eyes and we look at marriage through the lens of love mm-hmm. and not fear, mm-hmm. that's a good place to start at. Wow. Well, that's, that's actually so important because uh, the way that you would look at it would begin to magnify those aspects of yeah. marriage. And, and sometimes we are trying to highlight the giants in the land than, yeah. the, than the promises of God yeah. over our own yeah. life. And Amen. that was the struggle with the 10 spies that went and, you know, they yeah. looked at the giants and they said, this is too difficult. This is too hard. Yeah. We can never do this. And, and it, it was better we would have been on the other side. It was better if we were unmarried or if we, it was better if we didn't, you know, ever put our hands into yeah. this. Where, where there was a Joshua and a Caleb that said, no, wait, this was the promise of God. Yeah. God ordained this for us. This was the pro- This is yeah. something that God has blessed. Mm-hmm. So we can actually conquer it. And so, so that makes so much sense. And I've had the same challenge with a lot of weddings that I have walked into. Yeah. And the whole teaching and sermon will be about... Uh, how bad divorce is and why you should not get divorced and yeah. and what, what causes a divorce then talking about the love and yes. the freedom and the beauty of marriage and and that's truly important thing to focus on when it comes to building the right environment around us now i'd like to bring the focus to the community like the people mm-hmm. that we are surrounded by mm-hmm. now uh, it can be the church it can be those family members some of them may or may not talk our language. Some of them may be unbelievers. Some of them mm-hmm. may be believers and still may not necessarily subscribe to our viewpoints. And, you know, they don't talk the way we talk. And so surrounding ourselves with the right communities is very key mm-hmm. to yeah. the culture that we bring up in our home. Yeah. Because our kids and our lifestyles automatically with or without their knowledge, uh, you know, we just learn to attach ourselves to them. I was reading the scripture in Proverbs 22. Yeah. It says that anybody that hangs out with an angry man all, also becomes angry. Yes. They will also begin to lose their temper mm-hmm. very soon. Uh, so, so our 
community and the people that we associate with it has a huge influence in our relationship so what would you suggest how would you suggest to uh put filters in what you allow into your marriage and what you do not allow especially when it comes to people and uh, where do we draw a boundary or where do we say okay this is something that we can overlook and continue to love and continue to have them over mm-hmm. um i think it's really important like how you said about you know proverbs 22 that definitely applies to marriage applies mm. to our families as well mm. and it's important to filter because like you said they can totally influence us you know mm. we as human beings are so impressionable mm. uh and even if we will do something by ourselves or we won't do something by ourselves if a crowd ends up doing it mm. we kind of have the crowd mentality right mm. we kind of get pressured to doing mm. something yeah. so um for us personally it's really important like how we figure out who gets to speak into our lives mm. you know into yeah. our kids lives mm. um and how, how do we allow that mm. um so we are very like protective kind of of mm. our relationship when it comes to that you know mm. um and if it is negative if it is against what we stand for mm. um It's not that we completely shut them off mm. but we don't take it whatever they speak we take it with a mm. grain of salt you know mm-hmm. um so and always going back and checking okay right. is that our belief system True. is there a flaw in our belief system um going back to the word a mm. word being the plumb line for our lives mm. um that's kind of how we do it and if there is a negative influence we'd be like you know um let's kind of st- put that boundary boundaries yeah. are really good it's yeah. not it's not to restrict us basically to protect us yeah and um and we get to choose that based mm. on the word and also on based on our family uh what is it not just rules but what have we decided in our family right right um and going with that yeah, yeah. yeah boundaries are so important uh like i really believe that boundaries is what set us into freedom mm. I mean, a lot of times we don't see that you know yeah. we feel like especially if you're Uh, a teenager you just want to get out of home you know you like when you say boundary you're already like okay you're limiting me mm. but i uh, really feel like god uses boundaries to set us into freedom wow. uh you know avoiding toxic relationships mm. at the same time you need people that you know can look at you and say that hey you are in a toxic place mm. i can see it from outside mm. maybe you don't see it right mm. now in your relationship but mm. there are things that you are doing that are symptoms of something toxic happening mm. uh and it, you know so you need people that can not just be friends yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that can actually speak truth and yeah. uh so it's good to have uh people that you can call friends but mm. more than that people that speaks truth and you and say yeah. hey i'm going to call you out because I, i want to see god fulfill everything for you wow i i like what lenochi said when you mentioned that sometimes we would go back and check if there is something wrong about yeah. what we believe mm-hmm. about this particular issue because sometimes we are so hard about uh, okay we are right and everybody yeah. else is wrong this is how everything has to be that sometimes we are not uh willing to listen to somebody who is speaking the truth mm-hmm. that we are unaware of or we have not yet grown to believe in yeah. Yeah. um so so that's so important as much as we draw boundaries and we keep people that are speaking against what we believe in out of that uh, core uh, it is also necessary to allow a few voices that we 
believe are speaking the truth and can yeah. confront us when yes. we are doing something wrong and even if it's not something that we like yeah. uh, confrontation is not usually the the best thing to uh, a relationship but you know it's necessary yes. to bring the best out of us and uh, in in conclusion what would be the one uh, advice that you would give to um, couples that are not married and what is the one advice you would give to couples that are married and are in the journey of you know growing into becoming one in every way uh so i'd like to know from both of you one advice uh, for unmarried couples and one advice to married couples um one advice for the unmarried is basically learn to love yourself mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. um understanding that you know you are your own person mm-hmm. and nobody can fix you yeah um and in marriage uh you know have fun mm. you know it doesn't have to be so strict and so um what is it like a doomsday type of mm. thing you know mm. have fun with your friend basically mm. learn mm. to love your husband or your mm. wife as mm. one as a child of god just have fun with them in the mm. sense like uh learn to um live life like in pleasure in the sense like you know this is a gift from god yeah yeah see it as a gift and yeah. not like you know oh man this is a lot of work and yeah. life is so boring now that i'm married i'm so right. restricted right. but seeing it as hey i get to do this with somebody that mm. i get to do with a lifetime it's a gift from god if you see mm. it as life as a gift mm. i think that's that kind of changes our perspective on how we even face situations or face difficulty that you know what we're going to do this together because we can overcome wow and yeah amazing Chat. Yeah, I would say for the ones that are not married yet, uh make sure you complete yourself in God first. Yeah. Uh, I see a lot of people jump into relationships and marriage because they are not complete and they want somebody to fill that space. Mm. And that never, you know, usually ends up in the right place. So right. get to that place where you're complete in God and you're not getting married mm-hmm. uh because, you know, you need somebody to be a band-aid for you. Mm. Uh, so i think it's important that you are complete in god first uh and for the ones that are married i think it's a beautiful place uh especially uh for you to learn about how jesus loves the church mm. the relationship between jesus and the bride mm. uh i think it's kind of god's stealth way of teaching us mm. uh it's a it's a great place to be especially uh if you're asking and praying for this Jesus make me more like you mm. marriage is a beautiful place for that because mm. uh you know you're no longer independent you're no longer uh constrained to yourself you have somebody actually in your life uh, that would call you out for what who you are mm. uh, what's right in you what's wrong in you mm. and you can take that to God and be like hey God is this not right or is this right you know mm-hmm. and from that place uh, and you actually end up learning mm-hmm. why does jesus love his bride and what can be our response as a bride right. uh, even through the process of marriage so if you're shying away from marriage uh look at as hey i get to learn about why jesus loves and mm-hmm. i love the passage uh where it talks about you know husbands love your wife mm-hmm. like christ loved the mm-hmm. church and then why submit uh, so i love that part where uh we get to learn why did god sacrifice everything mm. and why is it important for us to submit to that law so i think 
marriage is that beautiful place where both of that comes together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I, I'm sure that most of us would we need that same grace of God and the same presence of the Holy Spirit that is preparing the church, yeah. uh, you know, and to, to be married to Jesus. Yes. And on that note, would you just take a moment to just put together, just pray for our listeners and just speak yeah. the grace of God over uh, their relationship, their marriage. And, you know, uh, we keep getting these emails and notes and messages and so many different kinds of issues that people go through some justifiable some you know completely out of control and mm. some in chaotic situations and just if you could just speak hope and life into these uh, listeners that are praying all right father we just thank you for this time uh, thank you for every person that's listening to this uh, thank you that you make us whole god before mm. anything we want to start there yes. and we ask you that you would make us complete in you first yeah and uh, i pray especially in this times that you would open our eyes to see the beauty of marriage uh, mm. to open our eyes to see what covenant means to you god mm. uh, and as much as culture wants to influence us we pray god that uh, we would look at marriage through the word we would look at marriage through the lens of how you love the church mm. and uh, give us the grace god we all need your grace and your mercy uh, thank you that they are new every morning and mm. thank you god that even in the days that uh, we don't feel like it even when mm. we mess up mm. there's a grace upon our lives that you call us back and you say hey uh I still love you and mm. God help us to uh, not be stuck in our failures but help yeah. us to know that there is a home that we can run yes. back to yeah. uh, that there is a God there is someone that loves us mm. and, and there, there is someone that says hey uh, there there is still Jesus in you mm. that I see Jesus in you and yeah. help us to put on the mind of Christ yeah. in everything that we do Uh, and we just bless every single person that's listening yes, every God. person that's getting into relationships and even for the ones that are married right now i pray god that you would heal every single heart and set them forth accelerate them into their destiny yes, and i thank you god for fruitful marriages uh, where their generations look at the marriage and say that is the model of christ i want mm -hmm. to follow yes thank you again god for this time in jesus name amen amen amen, amen. amen. thank you so much uh, pastor robin and lenu for joining us on this conversation i know that you guys do a lot of conversations on relationships and marriages in this season you've also been doing that what is the best way for people to connect and check out those resources uh yeah if they can go to robin and lenu uh on instagram or youtube or facebook uh even our website robinandlenu.com uh you'll get all the resources there amazing amazing yeah. thank you once again for joining us and and uh, we are looking forward to hearing testimonies on how this conversation helped and blessed people yeah, yeah. thank, thank you, you so much for having us on this platform Thank you for tuning into today's Marriage Talk podcast. Hope it was a blessing to you. Do subscribe for more resources at pastorpreeti.com podcast.